thank you for this midweek service, Father. I just thank you for all the families at the River Church and all those watching tonight. I just declare your blessings over them. And I thank you, Father, that you give me utterances, that utterances come by the Spirit. And I'll have the boldness to teach those utterances. And I thank you, Father, your word has free course tonight. It flows freely. It falls on ears that would hear and a soft receptive hearts and we are doers of the word and i thank you father that your words tonight will come through my mouth and i'll minister by your word and your spirit if you believe that tonight say amen amen, amen. praise god well as i was getting ready tonight uh, well the last few few uh days i've been kind of uh thinking about uh, what i was going to minister on and and um the lord just kind of said something to me. Uh, he brought up the, um, he brought up the, the word stress. And he, in my spirit, what I got was this, that many of us um, were fighting symptoms. And a lot of that is due to stress. It's due to stress. And so tonight we're going to teach on healing and closing the door to sickness. Amen. Yeah. If you don't have our book of the month by Reverend Joel Siegel on healing, make sure you get it. We don't have the physical copies, but we do. Um, we've sent you the link. You can go on his website. You can order a physical copy. You can also download the ebook. Uh, I, as I said on Sunday, I had two different people this last week say, oh my goodness, this book is so good. I'm so glad I'm reading it. That's what happens when you kind of join the flow of what is our book of the month? You know, we're not picking books randomly. Yeah. We're picking them by the spirit. We're picking them. The Lord has us choose them. What do we all need to hear? What do we all need to meditate on? this month. Amen. So that was our book of the month for November. Pastor Marcus said it's our book of the month for December. So, hey, you've got two months to read that book. Amen. If you haven't gotten it yet, I would encourage you to do that. So tonight we're going to talk on healing and closing the door to sickness. We're going to minister on that tonight. Amen. So, so the Lord just really kind of put it in my heart that, you know, um, stress may be the cause. Well, that's not what he said. Let me say how he said it. stress and worry is the cause of some of the symptoms and pains that you've been experiencing. And um, medical research estimates that as much as 90% of illnesses, say 90%, 90%, of illnesses and disease are stress-related. Amen? And uh, isn't that interesting? I thought that was an interesting fact. Uh, but what I kept getting was too many thoughts. Too many thoughts. We're thinking about too many things thinking about this and thinking about that and just allowing thoughts to go on and on in our mind and allowing them to uh, just go around and around and around and not taking the thoughts captive. And it's uh, causing stress on our body. We're taking on cares and worry. And, um, and you know, worry and stress is not of God. You know, the world talks about managing stress. <laughs> they, they, they will give you ways to manage the stress. You know what that means? It means I'm going to give you a way to live with it. Mm, yeah. I'm going to give you a way maybe to minimize the stress, right. but you're always going to have the stress. Uh -huh. See, that's the world's way. Yeah. But praise God, when the world has a way, we always say, what does the word say? Yeah. Right? What does the word say about stress and worry and taking on cares. Let's open our Bibles tonight to Matthew chapter 6. Amen? Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25.
Praise the Lord. You know, Jesus healed us 2,000 years ago, and we are the healed. And like I said when I opened up tonight, we're not the sick trying to get healed. Your child's not a sick child trying to get healed. Your child is a healed child, and the enemy's trying to put symptoms and sickness on that child. We have to start seeing our children as healed and restored. Amen? We see them through the eyes of faith. We see healing um, our bodies walking in wholeness through the eyes of faith, uh, through God's word. What does God's word say about my body, right? Yeah. And so we know that healing is ours. It's our divine uh, right. It's our inheritance. God has made a covenant with us and healing belongs to us. He died on the cross. So uh, he took our place. He took every sickness every disease. He took those headaches. He took those pains, the back pains. He took migraines. He took um, cancer. He took leukemia. He took AIDS. He took high blood pressure. He took every illness that you can imagine. He took COVID-19. He took every illness that has uh, passed through this world and everything, even in the future to come, he bore it on his body. He took it for us so we wouldn't have to. Amen. So we wouldn't have to um, live with those things. He took it on the cross and he defeated Satan. He defeated those symptoms and he brought us the victory. Amen. But it's our job. Say it's my job as a believer to walk out that victory. You know, you won't automatically be healed. Just because you believe that God heals you doesn't mean we will automatically be healed. It's our job to reach out and take what belongs to us. You know, I know Walmart has a, has shelves full of things and they won't automatically come to me, right? I have to go in there and purchase them. I have to go take them off the shelves or I can go online, pick what I want and take it, put it in my shopping cart. There's healing for you. There's deliverance for you. There's freedom for you, but it's your job um, to go and take it. And say, you know, I'm taking that. That's mine. That belongs to me. Because God, he went in already and purchased it for me. You know, if someone said, hey, I went to Walmart and I purchased um, all these items for you. Or I went to Target or I went to Nordstrom, whatever your favorite store is. And I purchased all these items for you. I already paid for them. Matter of fact, and they're sitting in a storage room for you. You just need to go pick them up. Mm. Well, I don't know about you. But I'd be getting in my car quite quickly knowing it was already paid for. It's mine. It's free. I'm going. I'm going to go grab those things, right? That is exactly what Jesus did on the cross. In that room, he purchased, if I could say it this way, he purchased healing. He purchased the blessing. He purchased financial freedom. He purchased deliverance. Come on. He purchased everything you need, but it's our job to go and take it It, because it belongs to us. Go and let's bring it on home into our lives. Amen. So there are spiritual laws that help us enjoy the flow of God's power, that help us enjoy those freedoms that he purchased for us, right? But it's our job when those, the enemy would try and bring sickness. He tries to bring symptoms. He'll try it. You know, when you, right now, everyone's ordering, right? We're all ordering, a lot of you, ordering your Christmas gifts online. And how often do you hear the door, you know, a knock on the door or the doorbell ring and you know there's a package for you. Oh, it finally came. You know, the enemy will do the same thing. He will come and knock on the door of your life, ring the doorbell of your life and say, hey, I've got a headache. For you and he's waiting for you to open the door and bring it on in oh oh I think I have a headache and you know how you receive it is when you put it in your mouth 
oh, I think I, I think I'm, I'm not feeling very well. I think I, I think I might have the flu. What did you do? You just opened the door and took the package that the enemy is trying to bring you. Amen? Amen. And so these spiritual laws that God has provided for us, they allow his power to flow. But it's up to us to close the door to the enemy. And if he, can, if he can't get you to open the door to taking symptoms directly like that with your mouth, oh, I think I have a headache. What did you do? You, you signed for the package and you took it. Oh, it's flu season again. I think I'm going to get the flu. What did you do? You signed for the packet package and you took it, right? But if he can't get you to take those symptoms directly with your mouth, he's going to offer other situations, other doors for you that will indirectly have an opportunity to bring sickness into your life. And one of those areas is stress. Yes, he would like you to open the door to stress and worry. So did you get to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25? It says, therefore, I say unto you, this is Jesus talking, red letters. Don't you love the red letters? Take no thought for your life. Amen. In other words, the New King James Version says, do not worry about your life. Do not worry about it. God's saying, don't take any thought about your life. You know, the Bible uh, goes on to say that, you know, by worry, worry will add nothing to your life. Worry is not something that will add anything to your life. It will only subtract from your life. It's a subtractor. Worry and stress, those are subtractors. They're life suckers. They're joy suckers. You know, if you, if you start entertaining thoughts of worry about what's going to happen with my family and what's going to happen with my child and I don't know what I'm going to do about my finances and will I have enough money for Christmas? Will I have food this month? Or, you know, I've been applying for this promotion, but they're never, they're not looking at me and how come I'm not getting it? What are you doing? You're taking thoughts of worry. You are uh, trying to figure out why things aren't happening and, and, or why it happened to someone else. Yeah. And when you start to take thoughts of worry, what you do is you open the door to the enemy. And you give him a foothold. Because, see, your body was not meant to carry worry. Your body was not meant to take on any burden. Jesus is the burden bearer. He's already provided a way out for you. Amen. So he's saying right now, here's one of the things he's telling you not to do. Don't take any thought for your life. Don't you take on thoughts of worry. Don't be trying to figure everything out. Give it to the Lord. Amen. God wants us to be worry-free. He wants us to be stress-free. You know, there are times I say, I refuse to worry. I will not even let my mind go there. And that's what kept coming to me this last week is many thoughts just going around. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. People aren't catching the thoughts and they're thinking about all these things or people. They're thinking about other people. And, um, and what happens is you open the door to worry yeah. and you're thinking about other things. And instead, where, what, should we, what should our thought life be on? It should be on the word. The Bible said, med, says to meditate in his, on his word day and night, yes. right? Yeah. So if you're meditating on the word, if you're reading your Bible, reading those scriptures that pertain to that situation, you're, you're meditating on the word, um, then joy will come to your life. Peace will come. But if you're meditating, you know, when you're thinking thoughts all the time about something, what are you doing really? You're meditating on that situation. Yeah. You can meditate on the wrong thing. 
and your life will go that direction and it will cause um, it'll open the door to work to sickness. Amen. Mm -hmm. So let's look at first Peter five, seven. We're just going to look at some verses about worry and giving stress, giving the care because see, it's the worry and care taking on those worries that causes stress on the body. Yes, it does. It causes stress on the body. Mm -hmm. First Peter five, seven. I'm going to read this to you out of the amplified. It says casting the whole of your care all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on Him. For He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. You know, God cares about you. He cares about the situation. He cares about your future. He cares about your present. He cares about your life. And He's watching over His Word to perform it. He's watching over His Word to perform it in your life. But when you step out of uh, when you step into worry, you step out of faith yeah, because right. you can't be in worry and faith at the uh -huh. same time. They are complete opposites. Yeah. They are back to back. It, we have to choose. Am I going to walk in faith or am I going to walk in fear and worry? Mm -hmm. You can't walk in both. Mm -hmm. And the enemy would love to get us to worry, to start thinking about all these things. And what am I going to do? And how is this going to happen? And when is this going to happen? Instead, you know, that what that does is it steals your peace. All those thoughts steal your peace. And here it says in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your cares on him. Give them to the Lord once and for all. Yeah, Say once and for all. And for Give all. your thoughts to the Lord once and for all. Amen. Give those worries. You know, um, I love what Kenneth Hagin said. You can't prevent those birds from flying around your head, yeah. you know, but you can prevent them from, um, from, uh, yeah, landing in your head and building a nest. Mm -hmm. Don't let them land. Don't let those thoughts land. Don't let your mind go there. You refuse. I refuse to worry about so-and-so. I refuse to worry about this, that situation. Lord, I have put them in your hands. When it says cast all of your cares, that means I'm casting this care, this thing that's been trying to weigh on me. Lord, I'm giving it to you. I'm putting it in your hands yeah. once and for all. And when the enemy tries to bring it back, you go, oh, no, no, no. I thank you, Father. That's in your hands and you're working on it. Amen. See, once, the, once, once you cast it on the Lord, you've got to keep it there. You've got to keep it there. And how do you keep it there? You start thanking God. Nope, I thank you, Father, that you are working on this Amen. for me. Amen. Amen. That's where you get into faith. That's where, how you stay in faith. Amen. Amen. You, you give it to the Lord. And, and when the enemy tries to bring it back, you say, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that you're working on it. I already gave it to the Lord. You know, I've told the enemy many times, oh, no, no, you can't bring that back to me. Too late. It's not even, that's none of my concern. I already gave it to the Lord and he's working on it. Yeah. Now, I'm not, um, I'm not just saying, oh, yeah, it's, I'm, it's done. You know, I, I'm not, not doing anything. I'm continuing to stay in faith by continuing to thank the Lord that it's already taken care of. Yeah. And I'm reminding myself, nope, Lord, you're already taking care of it. It is in your hands. Amen. I bring those problems to the Lord and I cast the care on him. I don't take it back. Yeah. I don't take it back. The enemy will try and bring it back. He's always trying to bring you a package. It's always trying to bring you something to pick yeah. up in your life that will subtract from your life. And you say, no, I'm not taking it back. You know, when, you're, when you are in worry, you aren't letting God help you. You're not letting God help you. So we cast the care, but we keep expecting him to work. We keep thanking him. 
God's working on this situation. God's working in this person's life. The power of God is working in this situation, straightening it all out. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you are working on it, and I am not going to take it back. And what you do is when you do that, you are putting the pressure back on the Word Mm -hmm. instead of allowing that worry to put pressure on you. And what happens is worry will, um, will cause your body to break down. It'll cause your, it can cause your mind to break down. It can cause your body to break down and it opens the door to sickness and disease. So important to realize, um, to realize that the enemy has a plan and it's to steal, kill and destroy. But God has a better plan. It's to, he came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. So I'm not going to allow him come and steal my peace. I'm not going to allow him, him to come and uh, try and kill my body, getting me to uh, stress out, to worry, to yeah. fear, doubt. Yeah. And I'm not going to have any of that because I choose the faith life. Amen. I choose to close the door to the enemy. And River Church, we have to be so aware that the enemy will try and squeeze in wherever he can. And it is not, um, it's not the highest calling. It's not what God has called us to, to, well, you know, everybody worries. Who said that? Who says that? Well, you know, I mean, they're my kids. I have to worry about them. Who said that? Is that in the Bible? That's not anywhere in the Bible. God did not say that. God didn't say, cast all your cares except for the ones about your kids. That one you can keep. Cast all your cares except for the ones about your finances. That one, you can try and figure it out. God didn't say that. He said, cast all of your cares, all of them. Anything that matters to you matters to God. Anything that is a concern to you, it matters to him. The Bible says he will perfect that which concerns you. Who's going to perfect it? He will. But he can't perfect it if it's in your hands. So he will perfect that which concerns you. But it's our job. I'm going to put it in his hands to perfect. I'm going to give this thing to the Lord so he can perfect it. So he can make it perfect. So he can straighten it out. Amen. I'm closing the door to the devil. And I'm not going to allow the world to uh, press its ways on me to make me think it's normal to, to worry. That's normal. It's not normal for a believer. We are not of this world. There is, you know, there is no worry in heaven. No. There's no stress in heaven. God's not. Let me just let you know that God is not stressed out about your situation. Amen. He is not. He's not wondering what he's going to do. Yeah. If you have put it in his hands, you can uh, in faith know that he's taking care of it. And you can say, thank you, Father. Your power is going to work. And you're taking care of that situation. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you can rejoice knowing he's taking care of it. Yes. It's put in his hands. He's perfecting that which concerns me because I put it in his hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Aren't you glad? You don't have to think about that situation. So once and for all, give it to God. Give it to the Lord. Stop picking it up. Instead, once you give it to God, then you say, thank you, Father. When it tries to come back, thank you, Father God. You're working on it. I don't even have to worry about it. It's in your hands. Yeah, that's right. You're perfecting it. That's You're right. making it perfect. You are working it all. Your power's working Amen. in that situation. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn to Philippians 4. Amen. 
Amen. So we're, we're looking at these scriptures about what God says about worry, yeah. right? The world will say something else, but God says, cast all your cares on him. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. It says in Philippians 4, 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Now listen to this. Be anxious for nothing. In other words, don't stress about anything. Don't worry about anything. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything. Now he's going to tell you what to do. Instead of being anxious, instead of taking the worry, instead of allowing these things to come on and break down your body, to break it down, to, and it opens the door to sickness. Instead of doing those things, he said, in everything, by prayer and supplication. Oh, in other words, instead of taking on the worry, I need to go to God in prayer and say, Lord, this is what's going on. I'm laying this all out before you. And now I thank you, Father. I'm putting it in your hands. And I thank you, Father, that you're moving in this situation for me. So you're going to him in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So you're presenting it to the Lord in prayer. And you know, you can open up your heart to the Lord. You can tell him anything and everything. He already knows. He already knows. He knows what you think about that situation. He knows how you feel. He knows. He's God. He's all knowing. And guess what? It's not too hard for him. It's not too hard. It's not too hard. And so you can go lay it all out. Lord, you know, this, you know, I've gone to the Lord before and I said, Lord, this is really bugging me. I don't like this. I want this situation changed. And this, I don't like how this is going. You know, and it's, I can see the enemy. He's working on certain people or he's working in certain situations. And Lord, I'm bringing this all to you. And there's times I have to take my authority. Devil, you better loose that situation. Father, you're turning it around, and I use my authority. In the name of Jesus, I command you, Satan, you stop your strategies that no weapon formed against my church, my family, will prosper in Jesus' name. There's times I take my authority. I take my authority. And then I, and I thank God that he's working on it. It says, um, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So, And then after you, you give it to the Lord in prayer, you do that with thanksgiving. Not like, oh Lord, I hope it all works out. I don't know, Jesus, how it's all going to work out. Okay. Okay, now what's happening is you're praying in fear. Mm-hmm. Here it says you're going to pray with thanksgiving. Yes. What are you doing? You're doing it by faith. Yes. Amen. Lord, I thank you. I'm bringing this to you. I'm bringing it to you in faith. See, I'm not coming to the Lord in fear. I'm coming with faith knowing he's going to take care of it. Amen. Knowing I'm going to put it in his hands and he's going to perfect it. So now I'm like, whoo, I'm in faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that your power is working. And I'm coming to him with that prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. It says, let your request be made known to God. And what's going to happen? God's peace will come and guard your heart and your mind. Amen. You know, you can't have the peace of God in your mind if you're not giving things to the Lord and staying in thanksgiving. You'll always battle for peace. I need peace. I'm, I don't know why my thoughts are going all over the place. It's because you're allowing your thought life to, like that, remember that dog on a leash? It just goes everywhere. It's just all over the place. You're allowing your thought life to go. You can't, you can't allow your thoughts just to go wherever they want. You can't just think on whatever you want to think. You need to think about, what am I thinking about? 
Because I tell you one thing, you open the door to one thought of worry, one thought of fear, the next thing you know, it's like a flood. They all start coming in. Yeah. And what happens is that worry and that, that doubt, it's, it'll also cause um, sickness and illness like we talked about. But it can, also, it can also cause you to lose sleep. You'll be laying in bed. You take in one thought. Next thing you know, you took in another thought. Now you're laying in bed thinking about all these things. I don't know. How's this going to work out? And that, and that, and that. And maybe all the things you need to do and what you didn't do today that you should have done. And what are you doing? You're worrying. You're, ta- you're getting stressed out over um, things that don't matter. And what happens is we open the door to these symptoms, to insomnia, to high blood pressure, yeah. to sickness, to headaches, to pains in our body. Praise God. We've been delivered from those things. We can just give it to the Lord. Hallelujah. And thank him that he is working, that his power is working in that situation. Even if you're laying in bed and I've been laying in bed before and those thoughts started to come. Oh no, too late devil. I already gave it to the Lord. Ha! God's taking care of it. Thank you, Jesus. And I just praise him. Thank you, Father, that you're working on that situation. Hallelujah. Because you know, God can do far more than I ever could. He's got people and places. He's got his power working. He's got laborers. He's got um, doors that he can open. You know, God is, is watching out for me. And God's watching out for you. So put, put your life in his hands. Really trust him with every little thing. You know, because every little thing that matters to you matters to God. It matters to God. And you just need to give it to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And then with thanksgiving, you, you praise him, you thank him. And I'm telling you, that peace will come in and it'll guard your heart and your mind. Amen. I want to read that, Philippians 4, 4 through 7, out of the Passion Translation. Um, I love the Passion Translation as a, uh, another translation just to read how they word it. It says in Philippians 4, 4 through 7 in the Passion Translation, Be cheerful. With joyous celebration in every season of life. Hallelujah. In every season of life. Be joyful. If you want to get through some things, start being joyful. You know, tis, what do they say? Tis the season to be merry. Jolly. Tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> jolly, merry. Well, you know what? It's always the season to be jolly. It's always the season to be joyful. It's always the season. Every season, every day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. I'm going to stay in an attitude of thanksgiving and joy. Amen. It says, let joy overflow. For you are united with the anointed one. Come on. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship. For the Lord is ever near. Now listen to this part. Don't be pulled in different directions. Mm. Isn't that how the mind tries to work? Tries to pull you in all these different directions. Don't be worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Come on. Offering your faith-filled requests before God. Amen. When we go to God, it's in faith. It's not in fear. And we're offering our faith-filled requests. Come on. Full of faith. Full of joy. Come on. Before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Praise God. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus. Oh, come on. Some of you, you've been believing God for some answers. You need direction. You need clarity. What's happening? You've been allowing worry 
and stress and fear to come into your life. You've been trying to figure things out for yourself. When you do that, you not only open the door to sickness, but you open the door to the enemy causing confusion because you're allowing all these thoughts to come in and your mind's going over here and it's over there and there's no, you haven't reined in your thought life. But when you come to God, I said, when you come to God, some of you need to come to God. Remember we talked about, let's come to God. Let's go to the tent of meeting, you know, like Moses, I'm going to meet with the Lord. Yes, Jesus lives inside you. The Holy Spirit's inside you, but we still need to take time to be with God, to, to go and talk to the Lord, to tell him every detail of our lives. Amen. And then to be filled with faith when we go to God and say, God, I believe in you. I know that your power is so big and the devil, he's so small. He's nothing. But God, you're so big. See, we, the enemy would try and magnify himself. He's always trying to make himself appear bigger, greater, more powerful. I'm telling the enemy, he got nothing. There's nothing on him. There's nothing that he can't do unless you allow him to do it. Yeah, Isn't that good. the truth? But we're not allowing the enemy to come in. We're not going to take his packages anymore. Packages of symptoms, sickness, worry, fear. We're not taking those packages anymore. We're going to go to the Lord, offer a faith-filled request, amen, with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail. And then when you get in that place of faith and you're away from worry, what happens is all of a sudden the peace of God. See, when you get in joy, you've got peace. It takes faith to stay in joy. It takes faith to live a life of joy, to choose joy every day. Because your eyes, you live in a natural world and we see things in the natural. But what I see through the eyes of faith is much greater. I love a story that my pastor told and one line that she says that always sticks with me is, is what you see, the Lord said to this one woman, is what you see greater than what I say? No. What God says is greater than what I see in the natural. What God says is greater. And so I magnify what God says. I magnify his word. I don't magnify um, the circumstances. Amen? Amen. And so we have to get out of worry and just tell the Lord every detail. Present it to God. Amen? Amen. And um, I love one thing that my pastor says too. What you pray about is what he comes for. What you pray about is what he comes for. What he comes for. Have you prayed about that situation? Have you told the Lord about it? Have you taken time? You know, there was one time where I actually, I had to, for me it helped. I had to open up my journal and I had to actually write down this one situation. It was, um, it seemed like it was a heavier one, if I could say that. But maybe the enemy is trying to make it appear heavier, amen? Because they're all the same. They're all easy for God. But I, for me, I knew I need to write this down. And I wrote the date. And I, I was able to go back and go, oh, no, I remember on that date, I already gave it to the Lord. I put it all in his hands. And that day I wrote down everything. I, I wrote down every detail. And I said, Lord, this and this and this and this. And, and I need help in this area and this, you know, with this situation. I'm giving it to you today once and for all. Yeah. And once I did that, I tell you, and I started putting on my praise. I started putting on the rejoicing. See, you know, uh, stress will tear down your body. It will wear down your body. But the Bible says a joyful, 
A merry heart does good like a medicine. Come on. So you can stay in a worry or you can decide I'm going to get joyful because uh, that merry heart that does good like a medicine, it will, it will uh, heal. It'll bring healing to your body. Come on. That's what a joyful, that's what a merry heart does. That's why it's good to laugh. It's good to praise God. It's good to thank him. Come on, because a merry heart does good like a medicine. Your body needs some medicine. You know what that means? Your body needs some joy. Your body needs some laughter. And you can't have joy and worry and stress at the same time. You've got to decide today, what do I choose? What life do I choose? A faith life filled with joy or a, a worried life filled with fear and stress? I say, I choose the joy life. I choose the faith life. Amen. I choose the merry life. Praise God. Praise God. I'm choosing. I'm choosing my life. You know, you're each choosing what you want for your life. No one can choose it for you. No one can um, take that worry for you and make it go away. Your spouse can't do it. Your kids can't do it. You know, and, and you can say, yeah, well, well, you know, I was worrying about it and then it all worked out. You know, there will always be, the enemy will always present something to worry about. Yeah. There will always be a reason in the natural for you to worry. It's best to become skillful. I'm just giving it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to God once and for all because I was not meant, you were not meant, your body was not meant to carry any worry or any stress. Amen. So I choose to give God everything. I choose to give him everything that matters to me. You choose, you make that choice to give it to the Lord once and for all. You just give it to the Lord. Amen. Put it in his hands so he can deal with it. So he can perfect it. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to turn to Isaiah chapter 41. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 26. Isaiah 26. This is a great verse. Underline it, circle it, highlight it, write it out, hang it up in your your house somewhere so you can see it. Amen. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Praise God. So we're closing the door to sickness. We're closing the door to worry and stress. Don't open the door to worry and stress anymore because your body wasn't meant to handle it. Amen. Um, Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Amen. And then verse 4 says, Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Amen. Amen. Come on, you can trust in the Lord. You can have perfect peace, but how do you do that? says right here, I've got to keep my mind on Jesus. I've got to keep my mind on the word. You know, I've got to keep my mind on what does the word say? I'm not looking at what's happening out here, what the doctor's report is, what the bank's report is, what my job's report is. I'm putting my trust in the Lord. In him is everlasting strength. I'm casting every care, every concern, everything that matters to me. I'm giving it to the Lord once and for all. And when I do, he will perfect that which concerns me. And then I, my body can stay strong and healthy. Then I close the door. See, there's doors in our life we have to close to the enemy. That's right, yeah. I said there's doors in our life. 
You know, we can know that God's our healer and I know Jesus is my healer, but I can't worry and expect God's healing to flow in my life. And we're going to be talking over the next few weeks about other doors to sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. And one of those doors is stress. Mm -hmm. Keep the door to stress closed. Keep it closed. Um, As you go throughout your week or even tonight, as you know, I I know that God's bringing to your heart some things that you've been worrying about. You probably didn't even know you were thinking about it. But how do you know you're worrying about something? You're thinking about it. You've been thinking about it. Have you ever caught yourself, I've been thinking about this situation over and over and over. What's that? That's a worry. That's how you know you're worried about something. You've been thinking about it. But the Bible says he'll keep you in perfect peace if you'll keep your mind stayed on him. Amen. So we're learning to close the door to sickness and disease. And one of the doors we need to close is I'm closing the door to worry and stress. No more stress. It's not coming in my life. I am stress-free, worry-free, come on. I am joyful. I'm putting on the joy of the Lord because I know God is working on that situation. Amen. And then you can say, my body's strong in the Lord. Come on. A merry heart does good like a medicine. You know, there have been times I started praising God in faith, dancing in my bathroom in faith. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're working on that situation. And what happens? I am choosing the peace life. I'm choosing the joy life over the stress life. What happens? Answers bubble up inside me. All of a sudden, I've got an answer for something. I've got an answer for something. When I start keeping my life in faith, staying in joy, staying in peace, closing the door to worry and stress. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, God has power that's able to flow. His power is able to flow into your life. But don't open the door to worry. Don't open the door to stress. If you've opened the door in any area of your life to worry and stress and fear, you know, it all goes together. Close it tonight. Close it. Say, I'm done. I'm done thinking about this situation. Lord, I give it to you. And tell him what it is. Lord, I give this concern about my children over to you. Lord, I give this concern about my finances. Lord, I give it to you. I put it in your hands, Father. I know that you are my provider. And I give this situation over to you. And I thank you, Father, that you meet all my needs. See, what you do is you start declaring, what does his word say? Not what do the circumstances say. What does his word say? Lord, I thank you that you're working in my children, Father. You're restoring my children. That you said healing is the children's bread. Healing is their bread. Healing belongs to them. I thank you, Father, that you sent your word. You healed my children and delivered them from destruction. Hallelujah. You've delivered them. Hallelujah. You've delivered them. Hallelujah. You've delivered them. They're walking in freedom. They're set free. And you start declaring his word and thanking him. Wait, what happens? Man, I tell you, the inside, that faith, it's just, it's, it's being activated. So you all have faith inside of you, but you have to activate it. How do you activate, activate your faith? You do the word. <laughs> you just start doing the word. You start doing the word. Amen. Praise God. So whatever, whatever thoughts, concerns, worry, stress, well, it's Christmas 
season pastor and I always get stressed when I go shopping. No, you don't have to get stressed when you go shopping. Lord, I am not going to get stressed when I go shopping. Lord, I give this situation over to you. You're going to help me find the perfect gifts, the right gifts, the right price. Lord, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You meet every need. And you care about where I go. You said the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord, so my steps are ordered of the Lord. Hallelujah. My steps are ordered of the Lord when I go Christmas shopping. Whatever. You see how you may think, well, that's silly. Well, to some people, some people it may not be silly. There's different things that matter to, to different people. But you can always find a scripture, amen, where God will perfect that which concerns you once you give it and to his hands. Amen. And we're closing the door to symptoms. No more symptoms on our healed bodies. No more sickness. No more pain. This was an answer from the Lord tonight. Some of you, you've been dealing with it and you didn't know what it was. And the Lord wants you to know you've been taking on stress. You've been taking on worry, thinking about your family members, thinking about how it's all going to work out. And the Lord says, no more. No more of that. You put it in my hands once and for all. Let me take care of it, says the Lord. He wants to take care of it, but he hasn't been able to. And you've opened up the door to sickness and pain in your life. And tonight we're closing that door in Jesus' name. And you, by faith, you give it to the Lord tonight. Some of you need to write it down and you put it on a piece of paper and say, This night, December 2nd, 2020, I gave it to the Lord and I'm not going to think about it anymore, but I'm going to thank you, Father, that you're perfecting that which concerns me. You're taking care of my family, Lord. You're taking care of that situation. Amen. And you rejoice every day with your spouse. You just get up and say, Thank you, Father, if they'll do it with you. You know, because if you're married, there's, there's, a, there's a power in agreement. But if not, do it by yourself. Thank you, Father. You're working on that situation. Hallelujah. I just thank you, Father. You wake up thanking him. You go throughout your day thanking him that his power is working. And you end your evening when you're laying in bed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that your power is working in that situation. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 Father. You said a merry heart does good like a medicine. So ha, 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 